Welcome to episode number eight of the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. In this episode, backed by popular demand as an interviewee is Lawrence Newton, our Facebook ad ninja. And we're gonna be talking about how to squeeze the most value out of your website traffic using Facebook retargeting. Really, really cool topic. Los, welcome to the podcast. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Not bad. Setting the scene then, website owners spend a lot of time and energy and often money driving traffic to their website in the first place, whether it's SEO, email marketing, social media, pay-per-click, Facebook ads, whatever. So we're sending all these people to our website. How can we use Facebook retargeting and what is Facebook retargeting to make all of that stuff way more effective? So so to start with, Facebook retargeting is when we're showing ads to people that have already seen your website, already seen some specific content on Facebook or, or just is general website traffic yeah, to your site. Uh, so we're showing ads specifically to those people because they, they're clearly, you know, some level of interested in your website. Otherwise, they wouldn't have already visited it. They were clearly interested in in your products. Otherwise, they wouldn't have gone to those specific product pages. We, we kind of as, as a general rule we can assume that these people are more likely to to purchase than if we were to just get some more some more cold traffic and uh, and generally speaking it works out a little bit cheaper to, to convert some of these people that have already visited the website rather than you know going back to cold traffic so the, the benefits of, of Facebook retargeting is that we're not wasting um, traffic from other sources because we're, we're showing some more ads to them. We're, we're trying to get them back on the site. And uh, the, the other benefits, obviously, would be that it, it works out a little, bit, a little bit more cost effective for us to do that as well. So, yeah, really great idea to get sort of the best the best kind of value out of out of your website traffic. OK, so that having them come to our website is like a first date and then retargeting is like texting the follow up. Hey, just so you remember me, I'm still here. Maybe you want to meet up again. Yeah, definitely. Exactly that. I mean, retargeting can even kind of go further than that. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to stop at, you know, come back to the website. Let's go on on uh, on the date number two. You can be, you, you've already purchased this product. Why don't you, you check out these products as well? You could be saying, you know, you've been to our website quite a lot in the past, but we haven't seen you, seen, we haven't seen you in, in a month or two. Why don't you come back? So there's, there's lots of different opportunities for retargeting to be part of your kind of marketing funnel. But um, yeah, so one of the, one of the kind of first things that people tend to set up if they're starting out, you know, they're retargeting, seeing how it works, how it all works, uh, would be kind of that follow up text, that kind of thing. Okay, obviously one of the main benefits of this is when we're doing retargeting, we're compared to say normal Facebook ads, we're only targeting people who are already familiar with us. So I'm guessing they're going to be way more likely to convert. Oh, definitely, yeah. So. Lots of statistics out there kind of saying, you know, reports people have done looking at uh, like customer retention and that sort of thing. So it can be, you know, up to five times cheaper to keep an existing customer than it can be to to get a new one. And that's kind of what we're, we're looking at here. Um, obviously, these people are not necessarily customers yet, but they've shown they've shown more interest than than just cold traffic. So, you know, maybe if it's five times cheaper to, to keep an existing customer, maybe it's two times cheaper to to get a customer from uh, from retargeting than it is to than it is to get one from from cold traffic. 
traffic. Certainly, I'd like to see some some data to support that. But you know, that's that's kind of my my experience. You know, maybe I'll write that blog post if we uh, if I can dig into the data at some point. But yeah, definitely should be a bit cheaper to to be targeting those people. Yeah, for sure. For sure. One study I saw was that um, returning visitors were forty three percent more likely to convert than a brand new visitor onto a site. So definitely some uh, some highly qualified traffic there. So why might people who have already been on your site be more likely to to buy? Yes, I mean, there's there's a couple of reasons for that. So someone who's already visited your website, obviously, you know, must know a little is going to know more about your business. So so maybe that there's there's kind of that trust element there, you know, this is a company that, that I'm already aware about, I don't have to, you know, go go to, you know, a review website and see this is a reputable company, I already know a little bit about them. So so that can certainly work in your favor, you know, sort of brand awareness and that kind of thing. But also, you know, it, it might be the case that you, you found out somebody that's interested in a specific product as well. So somebody may have gone onto your website. They weren't just looking at you and, and your services. Maybe they were looking at an individual individual product that you sell. So in in that situation, then, you know, you, you don't just know that this person is interested in, you know, mobile phones, for example, because they went onto your mobile phone website. You know, they're specifically interested in, you know, the Galaxy Note or something like that because they went onto that individual product page. So if we know that, you know, they're interested in this individual product, we can tailor our adverts to that interest, which gives us a much kind of tighter focus. And then that means that, you know, we can be explaining, you know, the the exact benefits of that product versus versus anything else out there. And then, um, so that's another reason why somebody might be a lot more likely to convert as well. Okay, so let's look at some different examples of of how different types of businesses can use retargeting do you have any examples that kind of apply to every single business primary one would obviously be if if somebody's gone onto your onto the home page of your website but they haven't gone any further than that so you know obviously that this is kind of the the least interest that they can show so they visited your home page but they didn't go any further so so we know in terms of you know level of interest we can say that this is you know one step above cold traffic but not not as as interested as some of the the ones that we're probably going to come on to in a minute so so retargeting people that come onto your home page just saying hey come back check out our website definitely a good idea some of the ways in which you might want to do that you might want to say you know here are some of the services that we are great at you know so your advert could be specifically tailored around that it could say you know you went onto our website this is what we're great at this is why you should come back or it might say you know you went onto our website you didn't get any further this is some of our of our most interesting content you know you should check this out or it might say some this is some of our most useful information so you know explaining to somebody why they should come back you know what is the benefit to them could be a great a, a great way but yeah obviously you have to bear in mind that these are probably you know the least interested out of any of the retargeting groups because all they did was come onto your homepage. so yeah that's probably about the the most that you want to be most effort you want to be putting into it is kind of you know show, showing them some of the reasons to come back yeah that's cool so one of the things that we do is we retarget everyone who visits our site with like just testimonial videos so we don't really know what people are interested in. We don't really know whether they're, you know, looking to do their own marketing or whether they need help or whether they're watching the podcast or whatever. But we know that, you know, they they want some interaction with us or that there's some reason for them to visit. So we just say, hey, you know, here are some testimonial videos of people who like us. And then those people are talking about the different services that we offer. So I guess it's a kind of way to keep in people's minds and th- they're visited and, and you just want to kind of gently remind them that, that we're still here and maybe introduce the, the things that we do a bit more. 
are there any examples that you can think of for specifically for e-commerce businesses, for example? Uh, yeah, definitely. So one of them already already mentioned already. So if somebody's looked at a specific product page, then you know we can kind of assume from that that you know they're interested in that product. So rather than just you know we don't know what what service or product they want from us because all they did was visit our homepage. We know they're interested in this product because they went on this page. So this is a great opportunity to to just kind of highlight you know maybe maybe an ad that just shows specifically that product or maybe an ad that just says you looked at this you know you forgot to check out come back to the website and and get that could be a could be a great way to go. So so individual product page. Pages, uh, can work well it doesn't necessarily have to be you know one individual product it could be kind of a bit more general than that it could be you know an entire product category as well so you looked at shoes on our website could be it could be another way to do that here are, here are you know you could be using a carousel for that you know here are 10 popular shoes or something like that or it could be a, you looked at the these specific you know flat shoes in purple colored size 10s or whatever you could be looking at uh, an individual individual shoe as well so kind of product uh, pages works really well the the next kind of retargeting one I would suggest for um, an e-commerce business would be um, if somebody's already purchased a product and you know that there are, are similar products or there are add-on products that that somebody who purchased um, purchased something is is likely to be interested in, then that's a that's a great kind of opportunity for you as a business. So you can you can be saying, you know, you bought a mobile phone from our website already. Do you need a case to go with that phone? Here are here are some cases that you might want to look at. Something like that. So, so add-on products would be a, a fantastic opportunity, um, or, or just you know, kind of products that often get purchased together could could be a great opportunity. So, this is kind of you know, using your knowledge of your business to you know, show customers other things that you think they might be interested in. And then I've got one other good example for e-commerce businesses, which might, which would be a consumable product. So they've they've, they've purchased a product, um, you know, maybe they purchased some chocolates from the website, or you know, any anything that you know they're going to use up and then they're going to they're going to need to buy that same product again you might want to set you know a date in the future and then show an ad to those people saying you already bought some chocolates from our website why don't you come back and get some more so you know if you liked the if you like the last batch you'll like these even more is a is a you know a, a really great opportunity again obviously you know that they are interested in this individual thing and you know that this is a, a something that people purchase multiple times you know remind them that they can come back to the website and get it from you again so in that sort of situation you'd you, because you know the the frequency or the the length of time between purchases so you'd set the retargeting to start appearing maybe a week before they were due to get a refill or something like that right so you know exactly when they're going to be buying again and you make sure that when it's time for them to make that decision you're the one that's been showing up in their newsfeed that week yeah definitely so obviously you know it depends on the product you might not have an exact kind of time frame but certainly you know if somebody's you know bought uh, some some razor blades for you from your website they're going to have a you know a very different you know repeat buying cycle for that for buying that product again you know uh, it might be months uh, yeah months and months down the line until they want that product again or, or if they bought you know uh, some uh, you know a cake from your website they might be wanting to buy another one of those the next week kind of thing so yeah kind of setting the correct frequencies is really really important i would say yeah i wish i could last make a cake last a week um <laughs> cool all right so that's for e-commerce we looked at some specific examples how about service businesses or software as a service so um people that are selling 
maybe they've got like a free trial or something like that. How could how could a business like that use uh, use retargeting? Yes. So, you know, retargeting during a free trial is is fantastic because obviously, you know, this is, you know, somebody that's really clearly quite interested in your product if they're trying out the product, even if it is uh, for free. So so some of the things that you might want to be doing in terms of retargeting during that free trial, then you might have the opportunity to, to say these are some of the features that you should try out. So during the free trial, you might, so, so for the first 30 days, say you might want to be showing them adverts specific to the, the product, the service features and that kind of thing. Um, and then after the free trial is finished, you might also want to say you haven't taken up the, the product further. This is what you're missing out on. Um, so, so that's another opportunity for you as well. So kind of two, two big, uh, two big opportunities for, for you there in terms of, you know, making sure that you're, you're keeping someone's interest as high as you can in order to, you know, get them to, to move further and further down that kind of sales funnel. And then the other sort of option that you've got with, you know, kind of software as a service and that kind of thing, if it's, a, you know, a website where somebody goes on to, you know, once a week or, or, or you know, or once every day or something like that, you probably want to be tracking, you know, when did this customer last visit my website? If they haven't visited the website in quite a while then there's certainly an opportunity there to say you know come back to the website you're missing out on these things you know maybe they've maybe they've paid for it and you just want them to uh, get some value out of it so you can uh, obviously you can sneakily upsell in there and that kind of thing as well or if or if it's something where you know they should be using it frequently you know they should be paying each time then you might want to be offering them a discount or, or something like that to come back so you can and you can be targeting just the people that haven't visited your website in the last month for example or the last two months and saying you know, if we offer you this discount, would you come back and, and try out the product again or, or continue using the product? So, uh, yeah, definitely opportunities with uh, software as a service as well. That's cool. So in that sort of sense where it's like a re-engagement campaign where we're kind of mimicking what we'll probably be doing with an email sequence anyway, right? So if someone leaves my SaaS business and, um, and, and, and stops using us, then I'll be sending out a drip email campaign that says, hey, you know, check this out or check out some case studies or is there anything that we could have improved? So I guess that we're kind of mimicking that whole experience, but using retargeting, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, very similar to, to email follow up. There's room for to have, you know, an entire kind of uh, follow up chain on, on Facebook. If, uh, if you're good with your custom audiences, then yeah, you can be showing somebody, you know, an ad one week after they signed up and then a different ad two weeks after they sign up and then, you know, a different ad, you know, month one onwards and that kind of thing. Another thing that you could be doing um, using Facebook retargeting, if you've got a, a platform where you know the who's opened your email. And, and who hasn't opened your email, then you could export the email list of people that have not opened that email. You could export that email list. You could put that into Facebook and you could create a custom audience based on that email list. And you could tell Facebook, I want to show what, and then basically what you've done there is you, you're showing ads on Facebook specifically to the people that did not open you know, your last email or, or whichever email is important to you. And obviously the opportunity there is you've got an, another you know, method of communicating with that customer. So maybe they, they, they're not really engaging with their emails, but when they see your ad on Facebook saying, check out this new feature, then they actually do engage with that and then they uh, go further on your website. Got it. Hitting them from all angles. Love it. Cool. Well, we're going to take an ad break. And then when we come back, we're going to look at avoiding some common retargeting mistakes. And then Loz is also going to take us through the process of getting this set up. 
Hi everyone, thanks very much for listening to episode 7 of the Exposure Ninja podcast, the Facebook ad clinic where we give some tips about getting started with Facebook advertising. Uh, if you're sitting there and you're thinking you're not quite sure how, this, how some of this information applies to your business situation and you want to have us take a look at your website and your business and give some tips on how you should be getting started with Facebook advertising, we'd love to do that in a follow-up podcast episode. So if you want us to look at your business, then please send your business details over to to uh, lawrence at exposureninja.com and we will uh, aim to cover as many different business cases as we can in a follow-up podcast episode uh, all about some giving some specific examples uh, if you're interested in obviously having our marketing review then the best place to do that would be just go over to exposureninja.com slash review and you can get the free marketing review there uh, that's uh, still available but if you want us to have a look specifically at facebook advertising and maybe be featured on a future upcoming episode of the Exposure Ninja podcast, then send your details over to lawrence at ExposureNinja.com. Thanks very much. So welcome back. Loz, you're going to take us through some of the most common issues that people face with retargeting. So starting from the top. So first thing that you probably want to be bearing in mind if you're doing some retargeting is you want to be thinking about the frequency of these ads. So this is especially important if you've got quite a small custom audience. So, you know, maybe you're only getting 10 people visit your web, uh, a page on your website that you're interested in retargeting. Maybe only getting 10 people visit that page per day. And then you've got, you know, um, your budget set up on Facebook to, to show, you know, a thousand impressions. That means that you're going to be showing your ad to the same people loads and loads of times. That's going to kind of do two things. So if you're showing the same ad to somebody, you know, loads and loads of times, they, they might think that's a little bit creepy. They might think, you know, why, did, why is this company stalking me on, on Facebook? This is a little bit weird. Or they might go even further than that. They might get angry at, at your business and they might think, you know, these people won't leave me alone. They won't stop pestering me. So I'm never going to purchase from them again. So figuring out the correct frequency is really, really important. This is especially important as well, because maybe we'll come on to some of the technical stuff, but probably with a remarketing strategy, what you'll be doing is you'll be purchasing your ads based on the number of impressions, not on kind of click through rate or not on, on you know, no. looking at conversions or anything like that. So if you're, if you're purchasing X number of impressions, try and get that to match up with your with the amount of traffic that's going to your website. So, so that would be the, my first point, a, a correct kind of amount. And then the second time is to be the second thing that you want to be thinking about when you're setting up some retargeting would be the kind of time scale, which is going to be appropriate for retargeting for this this product. As we mentioned, obviously, that you know, buying razor blades is going to have a different rebuying cycle to buying cake. But it might also be something like, you know, an accountancy business um, that's going to have a, a very kind of different research cycle to somebody that's just buying, a, a, you know, a five pound dongle or something like that. So. If somebody's got a long research phase, then you probably might you, you might well have a business justification for showing them ads for you know the next month or two after they visit your website. You know, not hundreds of times a day, but you, but that kind of length of time might be appropriate. Whereas if it's you know a five pound dongle, showing somebody an advert two months later for for something that you know is, is just a just a five pound impulse purchase, probably not going to be really worth it. You know, from a from a business point of view or from you know kind of a, a common sense point of view that they're probably not interested in that item you know two months down the line so figuring out the, the correct time scale in which somebody is still going to be interested in your product or service is really important with the retargeting as well 
Okay, cool. So just going back to the the ad frequency and not appearing creepy, I think that's a really good point. What sort of frequencies should we be aiming for when we're doing our retargeting ads? How many times should people be seeing our ads before we say, hey, do you know what? They're not coming back. <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny that you asked that because I was literally reading a report earlier today and I can give you statistics on this. So let me just find that one second. Okay, so um, we're, we're looking at a page which has the, the the frequency, the amount of times that somebody's seen an advert, and it, we're looking at the click-through rate, um, how, how that decreases each time somebody's seen it, and also the cost per click goes up each time somebody's seen that advert as well. So if somebody's seen the same advert twice, then the click-through rate is decreased by 9%. And the cost per click has gone up by fifty percent. So that so do, that's just from seeing the same advert twice. Um, obviously, this this will vary from business to business, but these ex- that CPC increase is huge. Yeah, fifty percent is is massive. Um, and then if they've seen the same ad, you know, three and four times, CPC increase goes sixty two percent and then sixty eight percent. So there's a there's a huge increase the first time, and then obviously that levels off a little bit more. Okay, so the, 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 the takeaway there then is if we can get people to engage with our ads the first time that they see it, there is massive cost advantage to doing that. Yeah, huge, huge. I mean, this goes all the way up to frequency of nine. So if somebody's seen the same advert nine times, they're going to be 50% less likely to, to click through to actually click that advert, which pretty much which makes sense, definitely. And 161% increase in cost per click. So yeah, n- over double the, the price for showing that advert to somebody nine times. Okay, I mean, obviously, this doesn't mean that it's it's a bad idea to show them as long as there's ROI. But I guess the thing is, people have to know these numbers. You have to know that you have to make sure that you know if your ads aren't paying off and you're and you're showing the ads nine times. You know that's something that you might want to look at if you're getting massive ROI on the campaign and you're showing someone ads nine times. That might not necessarily be a cause for concern, right? Yeah, definitely. So I wouldn't, you know, making a, a business decision based on on that and those kind of statistics, I would be looking at the cost per acquisition. So your cost per acquisition, if, if assuming that the CPC is increasing each time you're getting acquisitions from a, a nine times frequency, then you're going to see a higher cost per acquisition. But if that cost per acquisition is, you know, low enough that that's still, you're still making a profit out of that sale, then it's, yeah, definitely, yeah, still worth it for your business. So yeah, definitely it's, it's got to come down to a business decision. So we're saying that we don't mind appearing creepy as long as we're still making money out of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're appearing creepy, then you're probably going to see that click-through rate going even higher, and then you, um, there's going to be a feedback loop where you're going to get a much higher cost per acquisition because because the the CTR has gone down. So I would think that there's going to be data to support not being creepy, or at least I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Facebook's going to come out with another metric: creepiness. <laughs> creepiness metric, definitely. But yeah, um, so, so you want to be looking at kind of your CTR and that kind of thing. But yeah, cost per acquisition is kind of the most important thing at the end of the day. Okay, great. So how do we set this whole thing up in the first place? You've been mentioning custom audiences. So maybe first, if we just give a quick overview on exactly what a custom audience is. Uh, okay, yeah. So within Facebook, there's a drop down. If you're looking at your ads campaign manager in the top left hand corner, you've got your hamburger menu icon. If you click on that, you should see an option which simply says custom audiences. So you can click that. And then from there, you can create custom audiences from a variety of different sources. One of the ones that we've been talking about most in this podcast 
is website traffic. So you've the option to to basically create an audience, create a list of people that have visited a specific page on your website. In order to do this, you need to have your Facebook pixels set up. So uh, make sure you've got your pixels set up on your website. And then basically what Facebook will do, anytime somebody's logged into Facebook and they visit that page, Facebook will add that person to that custom audience. And then after you've got enough website traffic saved up, then uh, Facebook will allow you to to run ads to those people. So you need, I think it's over 20 people in a custom audience before you're allowed to show an ad to it because uh, Facebook doesn't want you showing ads to individual people. But to be honest, 20 ads is 20 people is still a very, very low number. And I would probably be looking for a few hundred in there before you start want to be doing some retargeting just because of the kinds of budgets to make this kind of worthwhile. Incidentally, I know how you can get that audience even lower. You can get it down to one person if you've got the right targeting, because you can then add a filter to target a specific gender. So if you know that, for example, you've got an audience of 20 people, but 19 of them are women and one of them is the CEO of the company that you really want, then you can just filter everyone else out. <laughs> OK, so you have got the option if you wanted to be really creepy then you could even write an ad with somebody's name in the ad. Yeah, you just could to, film just a video really singing him a little song outside his own house. <laughs> but uh, maybe don't do that because I, I, I'm pretty sure Facebook has a policy against that. But, um, <laughs> but if you wanted to do that, then uh, that's your own business. Imagine the click-through rate, though. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? Well, I suppose it would... You'd hope it would be 100%, right? <laughs> if you've got one guy and you're calling him out by name, yeah, yeah it should be pretty high. Uh, Sorry, anyway, you were saying... <laughs> yeah, so so custom audiences based on website traffic. That's a, obviously, as we mentioned, you know, website traffic is a really great indicator of interest um, in in individual things on your on your website. Some other options that you've got is you can base it on video views. So you can create a custom audience of people that have watched ten seconds, say, of uh, of a video that you posted to Facebook, or fifty seconds, or whatever you know interval uh, you want. You can create an audience based on uh, engagement with uh, with video. Uh, you can also create audiences based on email lists, phone number lists, and address lists, I think. I'll have to check on address lists. But um, yeah, certainly email lists and phone numbers can be really important. Obviously, those are, that's data that, you know, as marketers, we might collect in a, in a lot of other ways. So having an email list, uh, you can import your email list into Facebook as a custom audience, and then you can show an ad specifically to those people. So in order to do that, like I say, go into Hamburger, click custom audiences, and then click custom audience from source, and then choose uh, email list from there. Okay, so that's custom audiences. And then how does that kind of relate to retargeting? How do we use custom audiences with retargeting? Okay, so once you've created that custom audience, what you would then do is create an ad, or maybe you've already got an ad that's that's running at the moment that you could just uh, replicate that ad. And then you would select, you go onto obviously the audience page within the ad where you, where you select who this ad's going to be shown to. And you should have a an option in there which says custom audience and there should be a drop down available. And then that will have a list of all of the custom audiences that you've created. And uh, you just simply select that that custom audience and then you run that ad and then that will start showing it to uh, to the people on that list for you. Awesome. So if we wanted to retarget everyone who's visited our website, then we just put the Facebook pixel on our site. We build a custom audience out of traffic to that pixel. And then we run an ad using that custom audience, right? Exactly that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, there are other ways to retarget people as well, aren't there? There are other ways to make custom audiences such as people who've watched a video of yours. Can you talk us through some of those? 
Yeah, so yeah, engagement levels with a video. So you can set this based on X number of settings, uh, X number of seconds, sorry. So someone's watched, say, 30 seconds of your video. Yeah. You can set an ad to target them. Yeah, so if somebody's if somebody's watched yeah thirty seconds of a video, then you can create a custom audience based on those people, or you can also set this based on percentage. So if somebody's watched twenty five percent of the video or fifty percent of the video, you can create a custom audience based on those as well. So why might you want to do that? If you know that somebody's watched the first few seconds, but then they stopped, then you know they haven't got very much information that's contained in that video. So you might want to provide them with that information in another way. So you know the most important point to take away from the video was this and then put that in an advert or if somebody's watched you know the entire video you know they've got all that information from there so you know they're probably ready to take the next step right so they know all about your service they know why it's so fantastic maybe they've seen a a testimonial so then you can you can run an ad to those people saying you should be purchasing this product because of you know all about it so so here's where you go here's what you do you know maybe you could even be offering a, a discount at that point as well if you wanted you could have discount codes and that kind of thing so you could be creating two custom audiences you know one that for people that have watched for the first five seconds one that people watch for the first 50 seconds you could be showing ads to to the two different ads to those different custom audiences that's really interesting and i think a, a lot of people would just tend to say oh i'm gonna i'm gonna set up an ad and i'm gonna target everyone who's watched my video and they wouldn't necessarily think of that what, what you just described there which was people who drop out at 15 seconds and people who watch the whole thing they're actually they're telling us completely different things aren't they you're 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 right the guy's dropped out of 15 seconds is saying this looked interesting to me but when i tried it it didn't give me what i needed so then we can go back and say okay so we know this person is interested in this thing or they're at least interested in the idea of the thing so we need to try and reach them another way whereas someone who watched the whole thing you're totally right they've obviously sat through the whole thing so they like the way that the information is presented they like the message there's just something which hasn't kind of stimulated them to take that next action so that's really interesting yeah definitely um one quick technical tip in regards to if you were going to do that if you're going to set up two two ads based on the same video based on different amounts of seconds of views if somebody's watched 50 seconds, say, of your video, by definition, that person has also watched 15 seconds of your video, right? So uh, that, so 100% of the people that are in your 50 seconds audience are also going to be in your 50 second, 15 seconds audience. So what you want to be doing, if you want to show ads to those people separately, you need to be excluding the 15 second people from the ad audience of your 50 second people. Otherwise, what will happen is uh, you will be showing two different ads to the the same uh, to the same group of people and facebook will then make uh, put you in a bidding war against yourself and you'll bid the maximum amount every single time for your ads so yeah definitely you don't want to be doing that so quick technical tip exclude the 15 second people from your 50 second people audiences Thank you, Lawrence. That's really, really good. So first up today, then we talked about what retargeting is and the different sorts of ways that we can retarget people. So how we might retarget people at different stages of the funnel. We looked at some specific examples, how we would retarget people who'd visited your homepage. We looked at how e-commerce businesses might use retargeting, how software as a service businesses and service businesses might use retargeting. And then we looked over some issues. So we looked at retargeting ad frequency 
and also the timing as well. And then we finally looked at how to set up ad retargeting. If you want some more information about Facebook ads, then head over to the show notes for this episode, which are at www.exposureninja.com forward slash episode 10. And in those show notes, you'll see a link to a monster uh, Facebook ad blog post on the Exposure Ninja site, which basically takes you step by step through the process of creating a Facebook ad campaign. There's also some information in the show notes about how you can take a trial of Facebook ad management and how you can have your Facebook ad campaign managed by Lawrence himself. For now, that's it. So thank you, Lawrence. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Matt. And thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to head over to iTunes to review, rate and subscribe to the podcast. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Ever wondered what Exposure Ninja would do if we were marketing your business? Well, now you can find out completely free. As a thank you for listening to the podcast, we'd like to offer you a free review of your website and digital marketing, complete with a tailored plan that we'll put together for you to increase the visibility of your website and the sales that it generates. You can follow the plan yourself, or if you're interested in finding out how to become a client of ours, we can talk about that, but there's no obligation to do so. This review and plan is completely free of charge. We'll even show you what your competitors are doing, so you can copy the good bits and exploit the bad bits. All you need to do is fill in a short questionnaire about your site's performance and your goals. Your review and plan will then be emailed over to you within a couple of days. Go to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review to request your review and plan today.